0: Hi, welcome back to the HCPN, the Honeycomb Prayer Network. Today we're going to be talking about another place in the garden series, which is this idea of the beauty of holiness. So Alan Hood, who is a director or was a director, I I can't remember if he is at the International House of Prayer or has moved to... The Upper Room in Dallas has a wonderful teaching series on the attributes of the Lord, and he highlighted this idea of the beauty of holiness, which I believe that is found in scripture. There's numerous different places where it talks about the raiment of God's presence and this idea of the Lord captivating people. Now, I want to talk about this today because you can get really discouraged in your walk with the Lord. Because either your prayer requests aren't answered or you're thinking the Lord means one thing and another thing happens and that's the way that life can go. And it's honest to actually approach this in our walk with the Lord like this because you need to see some things and maybe you are familiar with this and if you are maybe this will maybe there will be a nugget or two that you can pull out of them if you're an expert in this already and that's okay you know just take what you can and we hope that this encourages you today so what is this idea of the beauty of holiness so in revelation which is the last book of the new testament we see that angels are before the Lord. They're flapping their wings. They're going around the throne. You have all of these elders bowing down. Now, we will go through the seven spirits of the Lord in some of the upcoming garden series that are going to take place. But one of the spirits of the Lord, of Hashem, is the spirit of revelation, is this idea, not going too far into it, but it's this idea of revealing. Now, we've talked, I believe, about revelation a little bit off and on on some of our podcasts that we've done before, and we want to be able to talk about this in the place of relationship. So, everything we're talking about is out of this place of relationship. The Lord wants to be near to our hearts. He wants to encounter us. He wants to show us how different than he is than us. So what is the word holiness anyway? That word holiness is more of the idea of being balanced and holistic, of having an area of this and this and this, and actually having an ability to have equal parts and equal understanding. Now, when you're talking about the Lord being holy, you're talking about how he's very, very unique, unlike us, and he's very different. So what does this have to do when we're walking out our life or going through things or whatever the case might be? So this idea of holiness actually should captivate us. Now, we talked about this before, how the bridegroom comes, he captivates our heart, and he's the bridegroom. So the idea of the Lord coming and giving us a place of remembering based off of what he's done before should actually change us over the course of time. Now, one of the things that I see... In the scriptures is that people are undone when you see the Lord and you have a vision or revelation or revealing or a picture in your mind or perhaps you're reading the scripture and you're coming into contact maybe you're not somebody who is more of a seer or somebody who discerns or has pictures or dreams for many many years in my life I wasn't a very big dreamer Most of my family had dreams all the time, and it would really irritate me that they had all these dreams and I didn't have dreams. And so it really bothered me. But whatever the case is, there's just different ways to see the Lord and experience things about Him you just didn't know before. So this idea of the beauty of the holiness is the ability that actually helps us have a prayer life. And if you're not sure what a prayer life is, it's it's simply, if I had to put it in a very small, condensed version, which I will probably talk about in a hermeneutical tool later on what prayer is and what it isn't, I would simply say this. Prayer in a very basic, basic term, in a layman's term, is this idea of conversation. It's this idea of going back and forth. So when we pray, when we have a conversation with Hashem, and we're going back and forth, he starts showing us how he's different. So the idea of the beauty of holiness is actually the ability of seeing beauty in the Lord because of the fact that he's very, very, very different than us. And it's that different that actually captivates us, and it's actually because he's different, it actually shows us why we need him in our lives. So it's the difference from him than us, how we're different, that actually causes us us to be changed. And it's a very, very simple place. It's not a complicated place. People can make this very, very complicated with all their traditions. Now, I feel like I've touched on this topic a few times of the difference from tradition and the difference from religion religion is this idea of being compelled out of what you believe to do something that's actually what religion is and a lot of people will call religion tradition and they'll flip the two terms so it's actually a beautiful thing religion is when a person believes something they actually apply what they believe it's actually a beautiful thing, and that's a term that we need to be really careful with when we talk about religion versus tradition. People don't like tradition. People love religion. They hate traditions that keep people in bondage, and I want to be very, very clear when I'm on the the podcast right now talking about this idea of what religion is versus what Tradition is. There are traditions that are set up that keep people away because they are judgments or opinions that other people have that they themselves they may not even go by or if they go by it They label people or they they say opinions about people. So I want to go back away from that topic now that we've talked a little bit about the difference between religion and tradition We can talk about this place of the beauty of holiness. So the beauty of holiness is I have the ability for the Lord to come. He really reveals himself to me, and likewise, he can reveal himself to you. And if you're in that place of the new age where you've come out of the place of knowing spiritual understandings, there's different layers of reality, you've talked to different spirits or whatever the case may be from your background. This process is going to be something that you're very, very familiar with. And actually, this is the process that the Lord wants to do versus the other way around. So the other way around is this. I do this, 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 and then he comes. It's contrary when we talk about faith. So the beauty of holiness, one of the ways that the Lord is very, very different is he actually will come to you first not you seek him out. It's because he's knocked on the heart and he's knocked on your emotions. He's rattled your, your your life with a dream or an experience and then he stirred you up and then you are chasing after him after he's already come to you. That's always been the case in my life and the lives of many, many people. Even those that are questioned about the Lord, if they are questionable. They're they're questionable because they had an experience or they had something come up or something stirred them first, then they are pursuing. And that is the pattern. It's a little bit different than the way that we think about the Lord. It's one of the attributes that he has. Now he has many attributes, but all of them fall under this category of holiness. Now it doesn't mean the idea of There's there's a a word that's H-O-L-Y that we use all the time, which is really not holiness. That's the idea of separation, of being different. Holiness is the idea of being balanced. So he is as righteous as he is pure, as he is holy. Um, There's a word in the Greek that's called doxa. That is all that God is and all that God has. Or the well-balanced features it's kind of like if you look at a ring and you hold the ring up and you see the light reflect off the diamond or the gem that's there and you can see a little bit of light shine from one angle and then you turn it and then you can see a different type of color it didn't change its size or position or form you're just seeing a different part And that's some of the things that we'll talk about later in the revelatory process and the spirit of revelation. We'll talk about those things and why it is that you may not have seen one thing before and then you suddenly see something new. But that process of of revealing in context of the beauty of holiness allows us to be transformed. So the beauty of holiness, we see one thing, and then we come to realize that the Lord is as loving as he is gentle, as he is kind. And the idea of pouring out wrath, there's a day of wrath in which the Lord pours out. But he's as loving as he is wrathful. And people don't necessarily think that way. A lot of times we think the Lord's this or that because our parents or our life or people or our experiences kind of make us feel we are changed by the things we go through. So we put these limitations on the Lord, but it's important to realize that, and maybe you do, maybe you recognize us. And and if you do, that's, that's wonderful. But for our viewers and our, our audience out there that don't, and that they're coming into the deep, deeper places of the Lord, just realize That the Lord is going to show you newness. He's going to show you something else about his character that you never knew before. And that idea of holiness is actually what helps you become stable. His desire for you is that you would be holy, that your soul would prosper and you would be in health. That's one verse in the Bible that it talks about that that idea of being well balanced is exactly what he wants for your life. So one of the things that I notice in Genesis, so when you're looking in the first book of the scriptures, uh, the first book of the Torah, uh, you will see that Adam, the man that was in the garden, was lonely. And the way that the Lord balanced out his emotion was that he created Eve in the garden. I find it interesting that the Lord created Eve in the garden when Adam had everything he needed, there wasn't a need, but he was created physically balanced. He had everything inside of him. And Eve, all of the things that are, were needed to make Eve, they came out. Femininity came out of Adam and created Eve. So at some point, femininity was contained within Adam, and it was taken out from Adam and put, and the substance of femininity, whatever part that was made to make Eve, they were made, it was made to form her, and together they balanced each other out. And that was the original intent of the garden. And we always go back to this place of the garden because this place of holiness is involving going back to the ancient path, going back to what it is that the Lord desired. This is a hard thing to do because we often forget this place of the garden. Now, when we talk about holiness in the place of the garden, we talk about a balancing that the Lord wants to bring in our life. He wants us to have a balance, a stability. He wants us to prosper. He wants us to flourish. He wants us to do that. And oftentimes, the reason why people don't uh, prosper or they're lacking something is because they're offset in a certain area. See, at some weird way, in some area, the Lord knew that Adam would need Eve so he wouldn't be offset. Now, if we follow that story, we find out that for one reason or another, Adam or Eve, or both, and probably both, they weren't balanced and they were led. They decided to allow their thinking to become off balance by what they heard. A lot of that is this idea of reproach that I've been thinking about recently, but we'll move on to that topic another day. But the idea of holiness captivates us, and when you discover something new about the Lord, it's that newness that captivates you. It could be interesting, it could be intimidating, it could be a lot of different things. But we should actually stay in that place of meditation, and in that beauty, we become captivated, and like the bridegroom wants to do, he wants to captivate our hearts, Thanks for listening to this short book from the HCPM, the Honeycomb Prayer Network. My name is Shannon Moshe, the director of the Burleson House of Prayer in Burleson, Texas, called The Honeycomb. You're welcome to find us on Facebook. We're in the process of hopefully launching a website soon. We're trying to get the details together for that, but everything in due time. For the time being, we do have an email address if you'd like to reach out to us. It's h-o-p honeycomb at gmail.com again that address will change going forward in the future but you are welcome to reach us on there if you like what is what we do here at the hcpm and you're listening to our podcast on one of the various different streams and channels you can always follow us and you can subscribe to our podcast and that will help us go forward in the future Also, if you like what we do, consider supporting us on PayPal. In our description of the podcast video, we will put the way of giving, and everything we do is supported from people like you that support our work here. So thank you for giving in advance. For those that will come along and give and join us as Pioneer Partners, if you'd like to give monthly, you can do so. But we'd love to hear from you. You can email us, write to us. And let us know how these podcasts are encouraging your heart. And until next time, my name is Shanon Moshe, and we will see you at the HCPM, the Honeycomb Prayer Network. Shalom and shalom Alekum.